0: Time at Summer Camp.
1: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the best podcast of all time, this one time at Summer Camp. Woohoo! I am here with two of my greatest friends named Jeff and John. Say hello, Jeff and John. Hello, Jeff and John.
2: How did I get here? (laughs) So... (laughs) Hi, Logan, as well.
1: Uh, God, bless Logan, I swear, if you're not listening, you're missing out. You get mentioned every week. So, guys, today, it's just the three of us again. We don't have a guest this time, but that's all right. That's all right. Um, So, to my two fellow co-hosts, I have a great get-to-know-you question that bears responsibility. If you were invisible for one day, what would you do with your newfound ability? I'll go first. Okay, good. <laughs> Please if do. If <laughs> I was invisible for one day, I would absolutely make a compilation video of scaring as many of my friends and family <laughs> as I could and become an internet sensation. Get on Ellen. I, I would be, that would be my 15 minutes of fame. That's what I would do. I would be so excited. I'm actually doing that without the invisible part already. I have a folder on my phone called scaredy cat and it's all videos of me scaring my wife (laughs) just really fun (laughs) she loves that so rude (laughs) it's really the funniest part is there she has the same reaction every time every time i scare her she'll scream she'll lunge out to attack me so i have to be at a safe distance and then she yells why (laughs) every time why yeah why Why? no i just laugh i just laugh and stop recording
2: (laughs) all right cool all right uh, Just I it. can go. Yeah, I'm. Did you introduce yourself and like say where you're from and all that?
1: I totally did not. I'm so <laughs> okay. sorry. Go ahead, fellow. Who are you, podcast listeners? In case you don't know who I am, I am Aaron Colwick. I am a director of Children Youth, and Family Ministries at Rejoice Lutheran and Grace Lutheran. Uh, former program director for Briarwood Retreat Center in Copper Canyon, Texas, and Camp Stony in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Next, all right. <laughs> I'm
2: Jeff Thompson. I'm the current program director at Lutherdale in Wisconsin and also worked at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. Um, If I was invisible for a day, what I would do is probably like, this would be very like logistically difficult. But right now I'm a huge basketball fan and the NBA, all the teams are like down in Orlando in the bubble. I would just like sneak in because I want to know everything that's going on and just like watch all the practices. It'd be like courtside right by the players, but no <laughs> one can yell at me or stop me because I'm invisible. <laughs> but I would just watch the practices and like just follow Giannis around cause he's my favorite player and just follow him around all day and Wait, just fangirl so, like, over him. All
1: the teams are down in Orlando?
2: There are twenty two of the thirty teams are in Orlando. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. They're like they're That's doing a crazy. quarantine thing, and then they're playing in a little like eight game tournament, basically to the playoffs, and then the top sixteen teams will play in the playoffs. It's crazy what they're that doing. Is but yeah, I would just go like follow them around.
1: So wait, you said twenty two of the thirty. Why? Are, what happens to the other eight teams? They just like opted out. They no, stabbed. they
2: were all outside <laughs> of range to make the playoffs.
1: Oh, gotcha. So, it's like they gotcha. were
2: they were only playing eight they had more already games. Even... <laughs> Yeah, they would already
1: mathematically them anyway. eliminated themselves. Yes. Yes. Oh, and dear. one of them oh, is dear. the
2: Minnesota Timberwolves, who I'm a fan of. Oh. And they're horrible. Oh,
1: they're but. not good. <laughs> yeah. It's All okay. right. Well, you know what? At least at least our states have great professional sports teams. Anyways, John, why don't you go? Uh,
0: we have the Steelheads.
1: I'm sorry, the, the what? what?
0: The best hockey team. In Division F,
1: <laughs> I don't. You're you Thanks, might Tara. as well be speaking Roman.
0: <laughs> no, uh, they the Steelheads they they go to the Dallas Stars, that's their oh, their so not team.
1: so not a professional team. Should I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, why don't you introduce? Yeah, yourself? and we don't want any, uh, so yeah, stay I, away. I bet.
0: Um, no, yes, my name is thank you. My name my name is John. <laughs> I am the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in the beautiful state of Idaho. Um, oh, I currently work at a different place. Um,
1: Why are we so secretive about your place of employment? I don't understand. Because
0: I want everybody to really wonder I, where I work.
2: All right, man. That's a
1: pretty low blow of you, John. Oh gosh! I
0: man. I wear a vest.
1: <laughs> He's a Walmart greeter.
0: <laughs> no, they wouldn't hire me. <laughs> um, if I were invisible for a day, I would probably just go fishing.
1: <laughs> John,
0: because <laughs> nobody could tell me not to. Okay. And I would sneak into uh, all the best holes
1: on private property. There you go. So you'd fish it where you're not yeah. allowed to fish. Okay. Right. So it's not just fishing. Right, right. <laughs> just imagine him just going to his favorite <laughs> watering hole and just being like, ha, yeah, this, he is, uh, goes, yep. this is different. The I fish have no idea what's coming. I'd,
0: I'd go out and sit in the lawn chair in my own yard.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, John. And not get a suntan. Good. Good Lord, John. That is... <laughs> somehow you'd probably still get burnt i'm assuming oh god <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for your creative and very well thought out answers john so thank you <laughs> uh, today jeff is bringing up. Or, yeah jeff is yeah. bringing us our camp hack
2: hack <laughs> all right yes so my camp hack for the day um, oh god I hit a button all right i'm good um I actually was talking to some of my summer staff about this earlier uh, because we had elementary campers on site for this half week. And they just had like a ton of energy. And these kids were just insane. Um, So when I was a counselor, my first couple summers, I worked exclusively with elementary campers. That was my jam. And I found a really good way to burn off their energy. Um, So what we would do is I would um, find just like an open field at camp, I would have my entire cabin of like eight, nine boys line up, or if I had more kids because I was supervising other people's kids, I'd line them all up, and I'd tell them we're going to do a relay. They're going to be timed. and From the starting position where I was, I would throw the Frisbee out. As soon as I threw it, they would run after it, grab it, and bring it back. They'd go to the back of the line. (laughs) They'd go through the entire village or cabin, and um, if the other people in line waiting weren't cheering, I wouldn't throw it. So I had to make them all like, "You have to keep cheering and be involved, um and we would just go through it, and we'd get done once. I'd be like, "All right, your time was like six and a half minutes. Do you guys think you can beat that? And they always would be like, "Yeah, we can crush it, So we'd do it again, and oftentimes we'd play like three, four rounds,
1: oh and my
2: gosh. like I love this game because like the kids just uh got super into it, um, but I've had a few campers call me out, and my staff today, when I was explaining it, called me out. Because, yes, I was playing fetch with my campers. <laughs> um, just straight up. But I just timed it. So, I love doing that. It, it works, um, though. Like, the kids get so into it. And they don't know that they're playing a game for dogs. But they totally are.
1: So, I think part of, like, an, ad- an addendum to your camp pack is you have to sell it. Like, you can't, oh, yeah. you can't literally oh, just yeah. be like, hey, man, go get it. You have to be like, all right, y'all. Here we go. <laughs> And
2: well, like that's why the cheering really helps because if they're not cheering, like you're adding time and you can almost like you have to keep them involved. Like it, adding the cheering and adding the time limit. And and sometimes I'll tell them like, well, my cabin last week did it in four minutes. Like you guys are <laughs> better than them, obviously. You kind of like make it so they want to be better than like the kids the week before or something like that.
1: What's the record, John? Or not, John? Jeff, what's the record, Jeff? Man, I'm John.
2: I don't. It's variable because sometimes I had 10 kids sometimes I had 30 kids playing like oh my gosh the record is I have no idea three minutes
1: 20 seconds 20 seconds one person <laughs> yeah so
2: that's my camp path the
1: week Hacking, I love week. it oh man thank you
2: Jeff. To play fetch with kids I
0: always I always say that d- learning how to gauge and direct kids energy is of your job at camp.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. Um, Awesome. Thank you, Jeff, for that wonderful camp hack about how to properly utilize and redirect kids' energies to play fetch. Um, All right. Do you need to go play some fetch? Do you have some energy built up? He's like... Like, I got a little bit. He's like bouncing. It's all that spice from the jalapeno popper sitting in his belly. Oh, gosh. (laughs)
0: making me pop
1: oh heavens on that note john i believe it is time for this week's camp story regale <laughs> us with your john <laughs> okay no john we're recording video now so you can't put that like right in front of your face oh we are recording video
2: we're trying to we'll see how it works <laughs> no promises
1: all right
0: say hey, everybody this is my room it's very fuzzy
2: nice man that's not my
0: room that's my living room um all right so on a more serious note uh there's times when uh you're a program director or a uh full-time position at a camp that there's harder situations that come up and we've talked a little bit about some of them i've got another one here Oh, I won't. I won't say when. But when when I was a program director, I had a staff. We'd just gotten through a long, long week. Um, high energy kids, waning en- energy of staff, and they were ready, ready for the weekend.
1: Cocaine bears. Co-
0: <laughs> cocaine bears. Uh, it was just somebody ate two hundred French toast sticks. <laughs>
2: Oh, they were sausages.
1: Sausages. Sausages.
0: (laughs) Um. No, so it was was the end of the week, and uh, where where we are, where our camp is located, is out in the middle of nowhere. It is thirty minutes into town. It is very quiet and very dull compared to maybe the life of a college student in a college town in a dorm um and so sometimes when the weekend comes you choose to let loose and typically it's fine in whatever fashion you choose i always say just make sure you're ready to start the week on sunday whatever you have to do on the weekend just make sure you are rested full of energy and you come prepared for the week at camp um, so this next week, this following week, we actually had a hosted group on site. So we we weren't leading camp. Um, a lot of my staff were actually headed off to day camp. Some were staying on site to help with this, this hosted group. So some staff members decided to go off and drink. They, they head down to the lake and they start a fire. Um... Well, like a forest fire, they start a fire in a <laughs> fire pit. <laughs> Good clarification. <laughs> I have to reiterate what that. a plot twist. Um, and then, then, then they come back to camp fairly drunk. And the unfortunate thing about about our camp is is that some of the staff quarters are actually above cabins where guests stay. We're very lucky to have staff quarters and very lucky to have these awesome, awesome cabins that they're located in. Um, But it does cause situations like this every once in a while. Now, again, this, this is, this situation happened once in my all five years of being a program director. So it's, it's not like this happens all the time at camp. We work with college kids. We, I mean, I'm not that much older than some of them. We are still young. Want to have fun and want to do crazy things. And our uh, frontal lobes aren't always fully developed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Until you're 26. Um, Well, okay. So they go off, they decide to drink and they come back to camp very drunk. And, um. obviously their voices their volume was heightened um, their noises walking up the stairs to their cabin were heightened and all this goes on I am asleep in my cabin on the other side of camp I wake up in the morning and I have a hosted group coming to me just absolutely upset But also concerned. This was a very great hosted group that um, cared about our camp deeply. Um, But they were concerned because staff members had been up drinking, had been partying basically above their quarters. But one of the staff members had thrown up and had gotten very, very, very sick. And it just so happened that some of the people staying below were doctors and nurses and physicians, <laughs> and so they ended up having to assist this person. Oh no! Um, <laughs> and so I, 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 think, I think I might leave it right there. <laughs> um, I have a goodness. So just kind of to go back now. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah.
0: Just just to go back, I have staff who just come off a crazy week of camp and they wanted to let loose and maybe let loose a little too much. Maybe did let loose a little too much. And with a group, a hosted group on site and a group that had been with us for a long time. um, And had built great relationships with us. What do I do in that situation?
1: I have a clarifying question. Does okay. your week of camp end on a Friday or Saturday? And it ends on a Friday. And did this event take on a Friday or Saturday?
0: Uh, It took on... Or like, was it um, Friday night or Saturday night? It was Friday night. Okay. Okay. The hosted group came in right after. Uh, They didn't have any like campers, nothing like that. The next day. It was all their staff that was on site at that time.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Huh. All right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. It's Aaron. a toughie. I'll uh, I'll go first, since Jeff normally takes the helm and gets it right on the first shot. I want to get it wrong before he gets it right. So <laughs> I I would first of all, if if I'm going to answer this as real as I can, I would profusely apologize to our guests, um, knowing we have a relationship with them with the camp, and saying like not to make excuses. They're dumb kids. I'm so sorry this happened. Thank you so much for making sure my staff didn't die. Can you give me an update? Blah, blah, blah. I would then, first, I would go to that person who uh, got super sick. It's like, hey, you genuinely need to apologize to these people and thank them for maybe saving you. Um, And that has to happen. Um, And asking the rental group when a good time that would not be inconvenient for them to do that would be. Um, and if they really didn't want it, then that's fine. Um, then it would, I, I'd, I'd probably have to go like dad mode and get the group together and be like, cool. So we talked about this about like, you can, you have your off time and stuff, but just never forget, like once you started working here, you're always a representative of this camp and your actions are forever viewed as an association with this. When you go shop for your groceries at Walmart, if one kid recognizes you you represent that camp and the actions that you took, do you think they offered a good representation of what our camp stands for? And if any of them said, yes, I'd be like, cool, you're gone. But most of them are probably going to say no and be like, great. So what are you going to do to fix how you've tarnished our reputation? Um, and let them problem solve that and understand the gravity of their situation. Um, like I said, if if drinking is allowed and stuff like that, then they made a bad mistake. Hopefully learned their lesson. I don't think there's necessarily anything to um, go too far as far as repercussions. There might be like a probation kind of thing of like, hey, if this happens again, you're gone. Um, but I would probably leave it to there and kind of go from that point and see what, see what happens. Um, I think that's where I'd leave it.
2: Yeah. Um, so the, <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. You're yeah, welcome. <laughs> the crazy thing is, I feel like this happens at a lot of camps. Like John, mm. how you set it up. Like we deal with college kids. Like they let loose, mm-hmm. and I've seen it. That's also
0: my favorite part of the job. Yeah. is
1: working with these kids.
2: Oh, I hate it. I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: I'll add I'll add a I want to add something to what you just said, John. I've said this for years to a whole bunch of people if you want to talk about uh, like uh, us three worked in church camp, at least, um, if you want to talk about the greatest form of young adult ministry that exists, dude, it's, it's summer camp, like camp counselors, like how many of them go into some sort of ministry field or work in some sort of leadership position? Like, come on, it's come on. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, no, I have, mm-hmm. I have a lot of pride in my past staff that are either current, like camp directors. There are some of them that are program directors. Yeah. Um, or those that have like gone on and become youth directors or other like leadership positions in the church mm-hmm. and outside of it, like I have a lot of pride in them because yeah. of their formation at camp. I'm not taking credit because I probably didn't do much, but no, I'm we proud call of them for
1: we call them that. little Jeffs.
2: Oh, thanks, <laughs> they probably don't like that.
1: <laughs> little Jeffs,
2: um, but yeah, as I was saying, this is the hard part is like we see this almost too often. Um, so for me, and When I'm a program director, I'm very open with my staff, and I have a hard line that if you need to go off-site and de-stress and do whatever, that's fine, but keep it off-site. My hard line is when you're coming back to camp and bringing it here, that's where I have issues. So I know, like, John, you set up, like, you're 30 minutes from anywhere. You're in the middle of nowhere. It's a little harder probably to do that. Um, Sugar Creek was also in the middle of nowhere. It was. I saw too many times that people would come to, to camp intoxicated. Like it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think what I would do, and this is something that I saw happen. um, And actually someone that both John and I know, um, a Mr. I'll say his name, Mr. Iverson. He's the one that did this and demonstrated the response for me. Dick Iverson,
1: Logan Iverson,
2: Logan Iverson, no, (laughs) Uh, Richard, um, he did this to a staff member when I was on summer staff, a similarish situation. situation. Um, but I think I would, um, I would like, I said, apologize to that group right away and just like, let them know that you're going to take care of it. You appreciate all of their help in the situation and that it won't happen again. Um, and just do everything I can to make it right. And just like go out of my way to make the rest of their stay. Perfect. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would then find that staff member and, Um, with another person, like sit them down and have a conversation. I'd start out be like, hey, um, can I just pray for you? Let me just start there. Mm. And open it up with that and then just kind of talk to them about it and like let them know that, yes, like letting loose, we all do it. We all have the stress and we all have ways of coping with it. But like the behavior you showed last night is not a healthy way to do it. And letting them know that kind of like I care about you and I want the best for you but with this type of behavior, I can't have you at camp and in a really hard way, like working through it with them, having that conversation about, I want you to get, I want you to be okay. I want you to be in a place that you can be here. And if this is how you're going to have to act, I don't see you being able to do it. I don't see you being able to stay here all summer. If you need to do this at the end of every week, that's not a sustainable coping mechanism. Um, so I'd ask that person to leave and I would basically tell him like, this is the end of your time here. But one of the things about working at a religious camp is like, we all work a lot of grace and we work a lot in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if it's a week at home or two weeks, like I wouldn't say you can never come back. I'd make it know like, I want you back. I want you a part of this community, but I want you to take some time to go home and figure it out and mm-hmm. figure out what you can do to um, be able to be here and, de stress on weekends? That's a non destructive behavior to the other community of staff, to our guests, and all of that. Um but yeah, that's a very long winded answer of what I would do. No. But like I said, Man, I've experienced good, this. I've seen dude, this
1: happen. So dude, see what I mean. Like that's why I went first. That's a way better answer. I love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um <clears throat> so I think that's great that you brought up a role model that you had um with that situation. I was very fortunate enough to have um, a former executive director of mine there to to help handle that situation and he is somebody who and you spoke about it grace he has shown me probably way too much grace than i deserve i don't think you
1: ever misbehaved while you were at camp that doesn't seem like you John.
0: i I was an angel
1: yeah
0: um (laughs) and eric if you're listening to this you you know i'm an angel (laughs) um he he was the epitome of what grace is and how to show it. Um, and I think he, he definitely, you know, he was also that person that could sit somebody down, have that serious conversation and say, hey, that was not great at all.
1: Mm.
0: You really screwed up. How are we going to move forward through this? Mm. And, and so that's what he did. So um, I really, in this situation, I didn't do much. I was very angry when it first came up. I absolutely been too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but having that mentor there was huge for me and and for, and for the staff member as well because um we didn't end up letting them go they they stayed on um and they continued to flourish throughout the summer but you know it 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 is it was a big part of saying hey You did this you screwed up how are we going to move forward and the things that we did to move forward was rebuilding relationship Mm -hmm. because that's big when it comes to camp yeah um especially with with hosted groups groups that come in to just use our site and they kind of see us a little bit here and there yeah um we do the dishes and throw up in the garbage can outside (laughs) um Um, but really it's huge about relationship and the hospitality that we can show this group um Mm -hmm. and reiterating that with the staff members what happened um but then moving on from it was huge too and growing from that um a lot of what of what jeff said um i heard those words in eric's in eric's voices you know we need to create a healthy community here Mm -hmm. we need to create a space where love and acceptance and the word of christ can be shown and lived while here and we can't do that if we're living in a f- way that doesn't promote that right. And i think you and i would both agree that this doesn't promote the message that we're trying to reach here at camp right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and 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 on on another note i mean in no way do I want to throw this person under the bus for, for this situation. I think it was an off moment for them. I think they grew a lot from it as well. Um, But I, I think everybody also grew from it because they got to see grace in action Mm -hmm. through another person, grace in action through their, through their leadership at camp. Um, It, it really set up for me how I led staff from then on out. Right. No, and I just, just showing that grace and continually saying, okay, well, we, we made this decision. How are we going to move forward from this? How are we going to, what's the next
1: step? Well, and I hope that everyone who's listening understands like, it's kind of like what we are talking about. You're, you are in charge of kids who are fresh adults trying to figure out how to be adults and not knowing certain oh, limitations yeah. right you i I know very few people who knew how to drink the first time they drank right like and and that and and you wherever your stance is on drinking and alcohol um that that's where it is and so as a as someone who is in charge of not only their professionalism, but honestly, you're kind of teaching them some life skills and some life development you're, by showing them grace and forgiveness and maybe a stern hand and like, Hey, there's going to be repercussions, mm-hmm. but here's how I want you to be better. Oh my gosh. The growth that can come from that is enormous. Um, not only speaking from just program directors, but like as, as a staff member who like screwed up and like had executive directors and program directors who were like, Hey, you can't do that, man. Like you got to get your act together and be like, Oh my bad. Um, and it could be something as simple as like making the counselor's attention about them when they're leading a game. You know, yeah. something as simple as that and mm-hmm. saying like, hey, mm-hmm. I need you to understand why that's not what we're supposed to be doing. And that goes for religious or non-religious, right? You are an, an amazing, we we used to teach at our camp, like it with the campers, or for the counselors of the campers, you're in loco parentis, right? You are acting as the yeah. parent. And I would tell them that's what we as leadership staff, as like directors, are doing for our counselors. We are kind of your moms and dads for the week or for the summer. And sometimes you're really not going to like us. <laughs> But, I, oh, but yeah. I promise you, it, there's a reason. Ooh.
2: Yeah, it, I, I really agree with that, Aaron. And like, we've all made mistakes. Like all three of us here, even talking. Like, yeah. I remember conversations, my programmer just sat down with me and told me what I needed to improve on. Like where mm-hmm. I messed up. Mm-hmm. And like, we don't get better until we have those conversations. And I don't, like John said, I don't want this person to feel like we're calling them out for making a mistake. We all mess up. And in a way we get to be better leaders because of it. We get that grace and forgiveness from those that we're working with and we get to improve and do better. And then when this happens and you're the supervisor, then you can relate to them and you Mm -hmm. can kind of tame your anger and frustration a little bit and go at it with a gentle heart and be like, Hey, I get it. You messed up. We all Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Now let's work through it. None of us are perfect. Preach. (laughs)
0: Preach. Absolutely. I, I, and for any parents and campers that are listening that, like me, <laughs> looked up to that staff member, like, <laughs> they were a god, and to hear that this story might be happening oh. at your camp,
1: remember, yes, we are all human. It's like the first but, time you see your teacher in real life, like at the grocery store, like, you eat, yeah. right? you shop, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> awesome oh uh,
0: yeah no it it's tough being a leader yeah um and it's tough being a leader in a community where um i think we're looked to to follow certain guidelines and certain things to a t and so when we do mess up it can be a tendency to kind of blow that mm, bigger mm-hmm like, oh, but you're a camp counselor you you're not even supposed to know how to spell alcohol <laughs> <laughs> you 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 should never even let those words grace your lips. Uh, that's amazing no it uh, it can be really hard as a leader um in the church period to yeah to screw up, yeah, but I think it can be a huge teaching moment for the community to remember grace, remember why you're all there. And to keep the focus on the mission.
1: Amen. Hey, thank yeah. you, John, for that awesome story. Yeah. Um, thank you, John. That was, that was incredible. Uh, well, guys. That and... was deep stuff. That was heavy. Dude, that's <laughs> dude. That's good. I love it. See? See? One time at summer camp is getting real. Um, so, guys, uh, if you want to submit a story for us to be able to tell on this podcast, you can email us at this number one time at summer camp at gmail.com. Um, you can also send us a Facebook message. Uh, just make a post, whatever you want to do. If you want to be a guest on here, we would. I, we've got a a list, you know, of people that want to be on here. If you want to be on that list, I don't think we've told anybody no yet. And so, no, we if you if you want to be on the podcast, this is your shot at like not fame. And so here, I mean, here you go.
0: We 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 let Jeff in, so you have <laughs> great. I set great the bar low. of being yeah, let it's in.
1: definitely definitely a bar a low bar um guys and if you have any
0: current <laughs> situations i think that are tough oh man um like that one with mine and you want to hear from our listeners or from us yeah definitely send your questions and your your concerns to us and we'll we'll bring it up on the show and try to get the community behind you because yeah. that's what we're here for
1: as well not to mention if you're a guest you get a sticker designed for you I'm, I'm up to two i got yeah i, I still need to make uh sam's sticker uh, but but I've okay. gotten two stickers. I made the camp goggles and then the twin spiders with the rat battle tie. So it's, <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really proud of them. Um, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Alright guys, I hope you have a fantastic time. Assuming this video goes up, you can actually see our beautiful faces yeah. um, and laugh at us. If not, then we'll figure it out one day. But anyways, thank you, John. Um, <laughs> so anyways, make sure any you closing also, comments?
2: Yeah, make sure you uh, give us a like on your platform. I was uh, checking on Apple Podcast the other day, and we have two reviews and like seven or eight ratings, um, which they're all five stars and they're all great. But we want to hear oh, from cool. you. Like, <laughs> let us know how we're doing. Give us some reviews and ratings. Um, ideally, five stars. Keep that up. Uh, but tell us so how got- we are. Like, we want to improve. I- if we're maybe email us if we're doing horrible so you don't hurt our feelings that bad.
1: <laughs> Let us respond to your critique before you make it public.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Give us a chance. Or just to full ourself.
1: blast us on Facebook, <laughs> that's, whatever. That's
2: fine, too. Call us so, out. So I have but to give say... Give us some rating, reviews, likes, tell your friends about it, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, man. I, for sure, share it. Um, I mean, we're just a goofy little uh, group just telling fun stories. I will say, if you're like me and listen to your podcasts on Spotify, there's not really a way to rate your podcasts. So I will say that if, so if you just tell your friends about us. Yeah, that then you you have to refer us to five people. That's the trade-off. So, um, anyways, guys, uh, any closing comments? That's all. John, any words of Mm-mm. wisdom?
2: How your jalapeno poppers doing?
0: Change your underwear.
1: Change <laughs> your underwear, ladies and gentlemen, and that is from John Davidson. Have a good night. Say good night, y'all. Good night, good night y'all. Y'all.
2: Peace out.
0: in a one time summer camp.